Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast, where a couple of average guys of low to medium intellect uh, pick some verses out of the Bible, read them, try to tell you what we think they mean, and also how we'll give you tips to better walk out these particular verses in your everyday life. I'm Kevin, and I'm here with Aaron. Aaron, say hello to everybody. What's up, everybody? Guys, today we're going to be reading out of Philippians. We've read a lot out of Philippians, I think. It's a very good book. I didn't even realize that until we started doing this. But we're going to be reading out of Philippians 1, 27 through 29. And with this, we're going to be talking about a lot of current events. You'll notice that we are not going to talk a lot about our our opinions or our beliefs because we are not a divisive podcast. But we do want to talk about what we think that God would do. Um, but before we get there, let's go ahead and have a little conversation about our days because we love to, to catch up with one another during this time, and we want you guys to have a chance to get to the pages in the Bible or the app. So, Aaron, how are you doing, man? How was your day? Uh, man, my day was a little rough. We're, we're doing, still doing this new product at work, and it's uh, the spices in it are really strong. Uh, so, and it's really hot in there. It's where I'm sweating. Uh, my gloves and stuff, like my my wrist is broke out. My face is kind of broke out and itchy and burny. And so, man, really, I'm just trying to get through tomorrow, or hope we hope this next shift finishes it, so I don't have to deal with it anymore. Hmm. Uh, other than that, other than that's good, man. I had a cool little uh, video chat with my daughter today. Uh, my girlfriend, she called her, so we got to do some video chatting. And now I'm just chilling, man. Uh, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing amazing. I, I got to spend some time with my girlfriend, and so she has a very busy life. She does, She's doing a lot, and so uh, I don't get to spend as much time as I would like, but but it makes the time that I get to spend with her that much more special. We didn't do anything special. I'm trying to buy a mattress. You know that I'm very big on investing in a mattress, so she took me to a mattress store, and we got lunch together. So that was, that was a lot of fun, man. I really enjoyed that. Um Got to spend some more time with my nephews in the pool and throw them around a little bit. I always feel big and strong throwing my nephews around. Had a really good uh, shoulder and trap workout. And uh, I think I have a job. My Man, my parole officer, she seems really cool, man. Uh, obviously, I don't know her that well because of what's going on. But she called me up today. She said, hey, I was just checking in, and I have this other guy that uh, that I'm supervising that has a spot, and I thought of you, and if you're still unemployed, and so I think I have a job, hopefully starting Monday. We'll see if I get that information. But either way, it's just really cool that my parole officer would reach out and help me out like that. So, man, I'm doing great. Awesome, man. Well, that's, that's definitely a, a good thing. I did also forget to say that uh, I had a really good friend when I was in Hutch. Uh, he was a bunkie for like three years, man, just a great dude. Um, man, I looked him up the other day and uh, sent him a letter. Uh, so as soon as he got it, man, he, I sent him my phone number. He shot me a message today. We spent a couple hours on the phone catching up, uh, and he's doing outstanding. Uh, so this was a guy who was super mean. Like, he wasn't mean. He was just really hateful. Uh, he had a really bad situation with, with, uh, his past life. He was just really mean and hateful. And the, one of the first things he told me was, uh, that he appreciated the prayer and the support and that, man, he doesn't feel that hate or anything anymore. Although he did tell me, he's like, hey, man, I did read my Bible like 16 times because you told me to, but I haven't done it lately. 
and I'm sorry. But it was just a really cool conversation to yeah. to, to still see God work and, and to be able to catch up with him. So that was that was a definite highlight of the day. Yeah, that's really cool, man. Uh, you know, so I talked a little bit about, before we, we started this, I talked to you about a little bit about this. But something I do want to share is I struggled. I had a, I had a struggle this morning. Um, and I share this on Facebook because I think it's so important to share our struggles because so often we only share our successes and people only see other people as successes because that's all they share. And that can lead to discontent in your life. So I want to share my struggles and hopefully encourage you guys to share your struggles. So this morning I woke up after a nightmare and it's the first time I've had a nightmare that wasn't Afghanistan or Iraq related since Afghanistan. And it was tough, man. And the nightmare was simple. I was going back to prison. I had had a roommate that was selling drugs and I got caught up in it. And it's weird because I don't even sell drugs, never have, never done drugs. you know. But I got caught up in it. And when I got back into prison, there was a man I respected. His name is Rod. I won't give his full name, but his name is Rod. I respect him. He's a, he's a grumpy old man, but he's a really good guy. And he seen me. He threw a basketball at me and then looked at me with the most disgusted, let down eyes I've ever seen. And the the worst part about it, though, it wasn't that he was let down by me. But it reminded me of the first time I, when I first committed the crime that it, that I, I went to prison on and how I felt like I let down the whole world. And I felt all that disappointment rest on my shoulders again. And so that was really hard for me waking up this morning. I woke up super early and it was, it was tough to feel all that again. I mean, praise be to God that I was able to get out on a walk with my dog and listen to worship music and kind of let that melt away. Because that's not something that I normally walk around with. But I just wanted to share a quick little struggle that I had today because I want you to encourage you guys uh, to share your struggles and to listen to other people's struggles. Awesome, man. Definitely. I, I know I got a message from you this morning about that. So. <clears throat> it, was, it was really eye-opening for me. Okay, so once again, we're going to read Philippians 1, 27 through 29. Aaron, do you want to pray us in before we get started? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for, for this day. We just thank you that you brought us together again. Uh, we pray that as we go about this podcast that you'll just use us, that you'll give us wisdom and understanding. Um, that we could be a blessing to our listeners. We pray for our listeners as they listen, that you'll open their hearts and minds. We pray for our nation, for everything going on. Pray for our friends, our family, our loved ones. Um, we just thank you. We pray that you lead and guide us in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, here we go. As always, I read out a new international version. If somebody can convince me, send me a text. Uh, post on our Facebook page, post on our Twitter page. If you can convince me, then we can, uh, I'll read out of a different translation. But until you can convince me, it's a new international. All right. So the subheading for this, just in case anybody was wondering, uh, in my new, Inter new international version study Bible is life worthy of the gospel. So Philippians 127. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, 
I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. So, I chose that verse today because there's a couple of things that I wanted to discuss, and I think that this verse plays into it. So the first thing that I wanted to to talk about here is how he says, stand firm in the one spirit, right? Striving together, faith of the gospel, without being frightened by those who oppose you, right? So stand firm in the one spirit. Guys, if we, there's, we know that God is love and, and that God loves everybody and that he loves everybody equally, no matter what the color of their skin is or the region that they grew up in or the amount of money in their bank account. God is an equal God of love, right? He loves us all. Um, and so when we stand one in the, in one spirit, we have to stand in one spirit of love for everybody. I think it's so important right now to recognize that if we are truly Christians, we will support love for everybody, for everybody being treated equally. And uh, that's so important to me right now with everything that's going on. And for for those of you who don't know, because you have recently been introduced to the internet there are protests and riots going on across the country about police brutality and racial oppression and systematic racism in america and i think it's very important for me to speak on this topic and on this podcast because it's the only platform that i have and it's a platform i'd like to use uh and i think that that god wants us to stand in one spirit of love for our for our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ who are who are being oppressed, being held down by systematic racism. But there's a second side of this, guys, and I think that's it's equally important, right? Is that Paul is very clear about how we should act. And we should act in a way that is worthy of the gospel of Christ. And so we cannot harm others or other people's things to to try to justify what we're doing. We cannot act in a way that Jesus Christ himself wouldn't do. And now Jesus Christ, people will point to the the time that he flipped the tables uh, in the temple. But, guys, that was one time. It was the only time we ever seen an angry Jesus. And it was because it was his father's house, right? It wasn't for an individual. He gets angry, or but not for individuals. I guess what I'm saying is that we don't... We don't have the luxury of getting angry or upset or destroying things or attacking people or taking away one person's liberty to give another person liberty. As Christians, we don't have that. We have to act in a loving way, even to those who hate us. And I think that's important to remember because I'm all about people going out and protesting, but we cannot riot as Christians. That's something that that God would not have us do. Amen. I, I definitely agree. I know that um, as I was reading this, I, I have a note in my margin 
that uh, unity is the sign. Um, and I remember that when I was studying this, I was like, you know, look, how, how do we, how do we identify those people who are, who are, who are real? And I know that we had this conversation a couple times, you know, while we we're inside about, <clears throat> I don't, I don't want to use the word fake, but just fake. I'm like, how, how do we know that, that these people are genuine? And I remember writing this, that unity was the sign. So I was reading through this passage and, and you're so right. We have to walk in unity. We have to, we have to know that we're in this together for the, you know, the, the, I forget the exact word that's used, but, you know, the, the common mankind. We're, we're all here. We all have to get along. And it's really frustrating when we see so much division and so much strife. And then when we try to fix that division and strife with more violence and more nonsense, uh, I know that we've had conversations on on issues and I always have a, a little different way of dealing with things maybe it's a passiveness but but I always believe you know taking the extra steps to take your time to make the right decisions to not say anything rash to not say anything mean or hurtful and a lot of that comes from my past dealing with uh, relationships with people who were very explosive and emotional and just say whatever on their mind at the time and they say mean and hurtful things uh, that they don't necessarily mean and those things are damaging and then we see that on a grand scale in our world and it's so important to know that those people we disagree with or we may have some prejudice about or towards are still God's children he still loves them with the same love and passion that he loves us with he still sent his son to die on the cross for them as well as us and in in reality, none of us have any ground to stand on for judgment if we're honest with one another. Man, I could I could have a great day where I, oh wow, look at me, I didn't mess up today. Uh, but still, at the end of the day, man, my thoughts are wicked. Uh, my my intentions aren't always proper. And, and, and ultimately, even if you do good, the Bible tells us to him who knows to do good and does it not, it's it's counted as sin. So there's always good that I should have done that I didn't do. So I have no ground to stand on, as does anyone. We're all sinners before God. We always have to keep that in mind when we're looking at other people and, and just walk in that love and compassion that Jesus did, the, the, the Jesus that went to the cross, the Jesus that ate with the person that betrayed him, the Jesus that in his dying breath said, forgive them definitely what we have to keep in mind yeah i think that's those those are all very good points man i just uh, i think that sometimes there might be people who don't understand our walk and what we're doing right um and they might not understand the that we have to walk in love guys so how do, how do we apply this verse, right? How do we stand and strive for that one spirit, right? But while still doing it in a manner that's worthy of the gospel of Christ. How do we do that? There's a couple of things, guys. And one is choose who you're, if you choose to protest, right? If you choose to protest, A, do it for a cause that you think God will be proud of. 
But be true who you protest with wisely. Know the people you're going out and taking a stand with. Because it's super easy to get caught up in crowd mentality. I would be lying to you if I told you I never yelled at a corrections officer just because other people were doing it. Right? It's it's incredibly easy to get swept up into that crowd mentality, that mob mentality. So choose who you're going out out with wisely. We talk about that a lot in almost everything, right? That's a big one in terms of walking out the Bible. Choose who you're spending time with and whatever you're doing wisely. The second thing is is know know what your your limits are. Know where your breaking point is. If this happens, I'm out. That way you can set set lines, right? If I see windows broke, I'm out. Because we always want to be we only want to be in a place where people can look at and say good things about. Because we have to be that example of the gospel. How do you how do you think you should walk this out, Aaron? Well definitely Definitely, like I said, being keeping mindful of of that spirit of of Christ in us. So the way that I definitely see to walk this out, uh, one of my favorite parts of this is where he says, uh, "Striving side by side in the faith of the gospel, and not frightened in anything by your opponents, that it's a clear sign of to them of their destruction, but for you for your salvation from that of God." So a lot of times that popular opinion isn't really the way to go. You know, we're we're meant to stand out. We're meant to stand up for something right. So I think it's important when we practically walk this out to take that time to say, am I doing this just because everyone else is doing it, or am I doing this because this is what God wants? And then you're going to notice that people around you, it's going to be clear to them that you're doing the right thing, and to not let that detour you and then persuade you to doing the wrong thing just because you want to fit in. Always very important to take that second step, the, the second of, am I doing this for the right reasons? Am I doing this to bring someone closer to God? Am I doing this to bring me closer to God? Those are probably two of the most important questions that I think I could ask during the day when I'm making a decision, when I'm having a conversation. Is this bringing them closer to God, or is this bringing me closer to God? Not that everything we do in our day has to, I, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Definitely not that guy. But in a lot of situations, it's important to just take a second to ask that. Is, is this honoring God? Is, is this going to have a godly outcome? Is this going to bring us closer together as acquaintances, friends, family, coworkers? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's something we definitely need to look at in our actions. Is this is this getting me closer to God? Is this, but not just us, right? Also, is this getting the country closer to God, or is this getting my community closer to God, right? Um, because like this verse right now is so powerful to me because of all the social activism that's going on, which is great and beautiful. I love it. I love seeing, in in my city at least, up here in Lincoln, I see a lot of local pastors involved in the protest who are right there in the thick of it, and I think it's so important. I would love to be there. I'm a little worried about the parole ramifications of it, and so I haven't been, and maybe that's my fault. But social activism is great, but you have to be doing it for a purpose, and I think that 
you know, while you're looking at an individual aspect, even a social aspect, is what I'm if if we accomplish the goals of what we're trying to accomplish, would that help bring my community closer to God? I think that any time that we're trying to get people seen as equal, then that that answer is yes. But I think you're absolutely right in our everyday walk and when choosing to do this stuff. Is it getting me closer to God? Is it getting my community closer to God? Amen, man. Definitely agree. All right, guys. So, so just remember that Paul tells us that we need to that we need to conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Be loving, be kind, even when it's hard. So, if you're out there and you're protesting. And you're protesting against uh, racial oppression. Know that you have to do that in a loving way because that's what Jesus calls us to do. And not everybody around you will agree with that. And not everybody around you will tell you that that's the right thing. But that's what God tells us. And so, as Aaron says, test it because the unity will be the test. Um, so that's that's everything that I've uh, that I've got in terms of how to walk it out. Aaron, what about you? That, that's it, man. That sounds great. Great summary. Uh, just encourage everyone to to be conscious of that, man. At, le- at least once or twice a day over the next couple of days, kind of in a situation, ask yourself that question. Is this bringing me closer to God or is this bringing the person I'm interacting with closer to God? And hit us up in the comments. Let us know. Let us know your response, but good or bad. Maybe you failed and it didn't. Maybe you did and it was spectacular. Uh, let us know. I- I'd like to know how it works out for other people. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, I'm going to pray us out. We'll get, we'll get out of here. Hey, guys, like you said, comment on it no matter what you're doing. Comment if you disagree with us. If you think that what we're saying is, is not right, comment. Let us know what you think. We, we would love to get some. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash average Joe's Bible study podcast. We have a Twitter handle, uh, very similar to that. If you just, uh, search average Joe's Bible study podcast on Twitter, you'll find us. Um, both me and Aaron have phone numbers we're not going to put over, put out right now, but, uh, most of you probably already know them. Let us know what you think, guys. All right. Add it to your prayer, Aaron. Mm. All right. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity, for this platform. However small it might be, we know that it's one that we can use to prop you up, God. Whatever size platform we just ask that you give us, we ask that we continue to do the same thing and that's praise and glorify you and encourage people to find you, God. We thank you for every blessing that you've given in our in our lives. We thank you for the peace that you've inter, uh, interweaved into our lives, no matter what struggles we may be facing, as both me and Aaron are facing struggles. God, we ask that as our communities and our country goes through both COVID-19 and these uh, protests and riots, that you would you would introduce calm and love into them, so that they may uh, they may glorify you in a further way. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.